Welcome to the Breaking Through with Apollo podcast, hosted by Greg and Thomas Beckers. We're here to give you an inside look on the entertainment industry through the lens of an actor and a manager, and we're here to help you break through in your own career. Hey guys, we're here with Breaking Through with Apollo. I'm Greg. I'm Thomas. I don't think we need to keep introducing ourselves, but we'll keep doing it. Every episode, we have to introduce <laughs> ourselves. Anyway, today we're gonna is going to be a bit of a shorter one uh, because there's not as much to talk about about this but it's still really important uh we're going to talk about representation in other regions besides the one that you're in so let's talk about first what regions we're talking about right now so obviously we're based in los angeles so everything that we speak of is going to be coming from a place in los angeles other big market is obviously new york but it's i don't even know if it's bigger than atlanta nowadays or probably the same yeah i don't know about tv and film i feel like atlanta's turning into the second market for TV for and For a film. long time, New York was the second biggest, but now I think Atlanta's taking that spot. You still got New York, obviously, for like stage and Broadway and things like that. Yeah, and um, and so there's a Southeast market, which is going to be Louisiana, particularly New Orleans, Atlanta, which is the biggest one, and the occasional shows in North or South Carolina. Yeah, you got Florida, Florida a little bit, but like honestly, like the majority is in Atlanta. I mean, you, you got Tyler Perry there at this point, who's created a compound that's bigger than mo- uh, some of the studios put together. Yeah, it's pretty incredible what he's made there. Other markets to look at, New Mexico, Netflix just opened a studio there as well. So there have been things. There have been things there. The only thing about New Mexico so far is that the reps that I've talked out there say that all the uh, breakdowns are still being released to LA. So even the co-stars for New Mexico project. So, so far, it doesn't seem... I mean, that could change pretty fast, though. Uh, but so far, it doesn't seem to be much point of getting a New Mexico rep if you're in L.A. Texas has the occasional show as well. Vancouver is another big one. But, of course, that's going to be Canada, which is unless you're yes, dual that's citizen. Unless you're a dual citizen or you're planning to live there for an extended time, Vancouver is... Not really possible for most people. Uh, from the rep that I talked to there who works at Character Agency, which is pretty much the biggest one there, uh, she said that if you don't have a visa or some kind of work permit or dual citizen, it's very hard to get anything. Although she did say if you're one of those people that wants to come here for six months, it can be super useful because she said she said so many actors that are based in Vancouver now that in LA couldn't get any auditions apparently or were barely getting anything that she says are now getting series regs and guest stars up there, which makes sense. I mean, the, the competition threshold is way lower there. And then the last marker is probably Chicago. Again, you have Chicago PD, Chicago Fire. Not many shows, but Not many, but definitely worth it, that one. That, that's actually one that I think is worth it. Again, hard to get in, but obviously the biggest one we're going to talk about right now is Atlanta, and that's just the biggest one to get into. Well, Southeast in general. Yeah, just call um, it the Southeast, because all the other breakdowns <coughs> just run through the whole Southeast, not so, just Atlanta. So I have reps in the Southeast myself, and um, I would say currently 60% of my additions probably come from the Southeast, not to mention most are guest star level above. There have been series regulars. There's been feature films with with very well-known actors attached to it. So the reason why is obviously because in the Southeast, there's just a lot less actors than in Los Angeles is really what it comes down to, and they're is a ton of work, particularly in Georgia, which has a lot of tax incentives for any anyone mm-hmm. that wants to film there. So a lot of studios are moving there. A lot of production is moving there because you can shoot for a lot cheaper. Years ago, Florida was the place to be at because they had the tax incentives. 
They got rid of it, switched over to Atlanta. All production moved over to Atlanta, essentially. So a couple things to know if you want to get a Southeast rep because it gets very tricky and they are closing the door on people from Los Angeles. Yeah, it is getting much harder. It, it, it is getting harder. In general, uh, there's even some agencies there now that are saying no LA actors right now. Uh, but again... That's always fluid. Uh, plus, if they really love someone, I'm sure they'll make an exception. But in general, it is getting harder. But it's definitely a lot harder than it was even two, three years ago. Um, and the reason why is because a lot of people have been burned by Los Angeles actors. The thing is, when you get a rep in the Southeast, you're expected to work there as a local hire. And what does that mean? It essentially means that you have to provide your own lodging, which means you either have a friend or family member who lives there that you can stay with, or you're going to simply have to get a hotel on your own. You're also going to have to pay for your own flight out there, especially if you're based in L.A. That can yeah. get pretty expensive. That, and that's if you if you get hired as a local hire. That's especially for co-star, that tends to be the case. But on the other end, for guest stars and series regs, they will a lot of times, if you, if you don't get hired as a local hire, will take care of everything. And there's even something in between, which a lot of our guys have gotten before, which is called a modified local hire. A modified local hire, a lot of times they'll give you a budget for what they'll pay for the airline and they'll give you a budget what they'll pay for for your lodging. And honestly, most of the time that's definitely more than enough. It just means that maybe you're not going to be flying business like that they do in a lot of productions and you might just fly economy. So what I do want to say with that, it's my belief that if you're going to get a a rep in the Southeast, you got to be open to being a local hire there. Because the last thing you want to do is say that you can work as a local hire and then demand that, that people pay your flight and whatever. Another thing to note is that sometimes callbacks are in person there, which means, yes, you have to fly to Atlanta for a callback. Yeah, that, that, like, that is a l- more, it's not rare, but it's a little bit more rare. A lot of the co-stars and guest stars even will sometimes get booked right off tape. But yes, they do. We've had people that had to fly back for callbacks. Now, could you, if you really had to, maybe get the call back to be like a Skype or something? Yeah, you could probably make that happen. It's not good, though. It's not ideal. Uh, and honestly, if you get an opportunity to go as a callback in person, and if you haven't met that casting director, definitely take it. Again, this is coming from maybe Greg and I have a slightly different opinion. I would be very wary of, of trying to get your call back on Skype and everything like that. Of course, if you have to do it, you have to do it, but... There's a reason that reps in the Southeast don't want to hire Los Angeles actors because it's difficult for them to get their own callbacks. It's difficult for them to get on set and all that. Right. Like you should keep in mind, you should keep in mind that if you're going to get a Southeast rep, that you have the funds to fly there if need be. Even for um, a callback. Even for a callback and and that, that you're able to do that or willing to do that. It doesn't, again, it doesn't happen all the time, but it does happen. And in general, you do want to go for those. If there's really some kind of, you know, reason that you can't, then once in a while it, you can pull it off doing the Skype. Again, it's not ideal. So a friend of mine, LJ, uh, my friend LJ Hughes, another one of the Apollo actors, he, you know, a span of one month had to fly back twice to Atlanta for different callbacks for the same show, but a different role each time. He flew over there, and the thing is, you have to be willing to do it within a day. They might say, hey, we want him, him there two days from now on, on 5 p.m., Or they might even say, we want to see you tomorrow at 3 p.m. And you're going to have to find a flight that night. So the reason I'm saying all this is is because I've had a lot of actors come to me and be like, oh, I want to rep in the Southeast and all that. But in no way or shape or form would I ever refer someone to a Southeast rep unless I know that they're willing to go the distance. 
that they're willing to fly in for a callback. And not and again, it goes back to making your rep's life easier. I mean, how do you think your rep is going to feel if if you tell them, oh, yeah, I can be a local hire in the Southeast flying for callbacks. And then the first thing you do when you have a callback is say, oh, can we Skype it? Again, this is the reason why casting and, and agents there don't want to take on actors from out of town anymore. So be incredibly wary for asking Skype callbacks and all that. Yeah, kind that of should stuff. only be in exceptional circumstances or emergencies or, s- or some reason that you really can't. But otherwise, you should be going back in person. Um, and again, even from my end, like I don't really put people with Southeast reps unless they're able to go for callbacks and that they can sometimes be a local hire. So in general, look, if you're an actor that doesn't have many credits or any credits or maybe just has a couple, it's 100% worth it to get a Southeast rep because even if you have to spend a little bit of money, like getting those credits will build your career and help you. I think it's worth it. Now, if you're a little bit further along, then yeah, then you like you would want to put things into place if you do get a Southeast where you're like, okay, I don't want to do any type of local hire work or whatever your, I guess, ceiling is with that and how you feel about it. And I think that's reasonable, especially if you have some guest stars or you have like a couple like serious credits, then it is worth it to say like, yes, I'll sign with you, but I don't want to do any local hire stuff. And again, it comes back down to if you have the leverage to do that. So again, if you're someone who's had a series regular credit, multiple, multiple guest stars, high level credits, like Greg said, in general, life gets a little bit easier in terms of reps and what you're able to do and what you're able to leverage. And then the other thing you have to watch out for, and it's probably worth talking about with your LA reps, is um, is how they feel about it. Because sometimes when you, if you, especially if you're with a bigger agency in LA, they might have an office in Atlanta. So then obviously you, you can't really do that. You shouldn't do that. And even if they don't, they they might say like, oh, but we get the same breakdowns that they do or we get similar breakdowns. So that's kind of a great tough area because you want your everyone to know what's going on. And they might, in a lot of cases, they'll try to do a split, which is a lot of times the most fair way to do it, where the agency split whatever you get from either market. Uh, and that's one way they take care of that. Others will be like, let's just keep it completely separate, and whoever gets so, the audition is the one that gets the commission. So that's, but you do need to bring it up, or else then, let's say you book a series reg, then you might have some serious problems when that comes up because one's gonna say we should get a piece of that because the casting director is in LA, but it's filmed in Atlanta and we got the audition. So it can get really messy if things aren't so talked about dis- beforehand. I want to put a disclaimer on that. Yes, you can split things up with your reps if you have the leverage and you book into kind of things to merit that. Like if you're an actor who has one or two co-stars, your reps are not going to want to do a 5% split. On yeah, they're not going to care about splits then and that's fine. You don't have to do... I, I, don't, I also don't recommend like doing that unless necessary um, from, your pers- from an actor's perspective. And it, it, all this is very fluid and it really depends on the agents. So I wouldn't worry too much about that. I would just mention that you do have a Southeast rep or you do have an LA rep just so that they're aware. And especially if you're in the beginning of your career or you only have a couple of credits, most reps are just going to want to keep it separate. And that's fine. That makes your life easy as well. That's easy. But you do want to mention it. You don't want to just like hide stuff or try to like get away with things. That's not a good way to do business in a surefire way that you're going to burn a lot of relationships. So, I want to give my point of view about this because it, it differs a little bit from Greg in, in, in some ways. It's my belief that, especially early on in your career when you're building up your credits, you want the most amount of people working for you as hard as they possibly can. 
So with that being said, I had an LA rep once say, oh, well, you can drop drop your reps into Southeast because we get those breakdowns too. And I said, no, I don't want to do that because I want to have as many people work for me as possible. For me personally, I told my LA rep, if I book something in Southeast, I'll give you 10% as well. I rather give 10% extra away personally when I'm building my career and my credits and keep my reps incredibly happy and make sure that everybody gets a piece of the pie, that they're all going to work hard and not be resentful if I book something else rather than have people battling over like, oh, he booked something in Atlanta and, and my LA rep, saying, LA rep saying, and we're not going to see any of that So in, even though we're working so hard in LA for him. So I don't care if I, have to, if I have to sacrifice a little bit more money up front early on in my career so that I can build my credits and, and, and develop longevity. Right, and that's how he does it. And again, that doesn't mean you should or have to do it like that. There's different options with these things. You just have to know what's okay for you and what works for you. And then you have to figure out what works for your agents and for your manager and everyone. So you want everyone on the same page is all I'm saying. So you want things talked about, at least mentioned before. Just I'm, All I'm saying is don't do anything sneaky or try to like not, not be truthful or whatever it is. Don't do any of that stuff that will always come back in a bad way for you. It really does come down to communication, making sure all parties are fully on board of what the expectations are and what your expectations vice versa right, are. Right, that, that's the key, communication, and that should be the key with your reps in general, especially in my case, I'm biased, but in general with your manager, you need to over-communicate. This is stuff that you can talk to with your manager and what we help our actors with too because this is what managers do. They don't just get involved with getting your auditions and pitching you. That's just one thing. Where they differ from agents is that they're trying to also help you, advise you, steer your career, help you make decisions. That's what they're also doing. So this is something, if you have a manager, definitely talk to your manager about that. Yeah. And most ma if, the, if you have a good manager, or, or not all managers do this, but some do, I know we do, they'll help you get set up with an Atlanta agent. They'll introduce you. They'll recommend you. They'll they'll set you up. That's what we do. So that's another thing. Again, that's what you discuss with your manager. Yeah, a good manager will help you get a Southeast rep if that's the decision you want to go with and what you want to do. Again, I'm a big fan, especially early on when you don't have a bunch of credits yet, to get as many people working for you 100% possible. Yeah, look, as a manager, I'm a big fan of it too. I, I prefer most of my people to have an LA rep and an Atlanta rep or it, or a big LA agent that has offices in both because they're two big markets. So and even for us, we even have uh, we even get the casting breakdowns from Europe. So that's another market that we actually focus on as well. So the way I look at it is the more at bats you get, the better. Yep. And in terms of how to get a Southeast rep, it's very similar to getting a um, a rep in Los Angeles, obviously. Of course, you know, the big hoop you're going to have to go through is is telling them that you're in Los Angeles and, and getting them on the phone and see. So it really is going to depend. Do they need your type? Can you tell them that you have a place to stay, that you're willing to do what it takes to go to callbacks and all that? That will heighten your chances to get a Southeast rep. Like I said, a lot of them are saying they're not taking Los Angeles talent, but they still will for the right actor. So, we're, so we have another... Um, podcast about like branding and everything another episode about branding mm -hmm. so make sure your branding is on point make sure that everything in your marketing material is on point so that when you reach out to the atlanta or new orleans or carolina agents that they immediately can see what you'd be right for and what hole you would plug up in their roster yeah that's 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 key so in general just make sure that you're very sellable so have your marketing materials be great that's step one. Second, be sure that your interview skills are good too because a lot of these, I guess, interviews or meetings, 
will be over the phone or Skype or whatever it is, unless you happen to be in person there. Uh, so you'll be doing that. So make sure that you know how to like do that. You know what I mean? That's an important skill. So that's a whole. We can do a whole different podcast about that. But it's um, you make sure that you a know how to ask good questions. It's really key and something most people don't do. And but then also make sure that you know how to sell yourself. Yeah, and essentially that's just enrolling them into the vision of who you are as an actor and where you see yourself going, and how you can support their dreams and visions. In other words, your reps' dreams and visions by you being on their roster. Exactly. So I think that kind of covers everything. I think just keep that in mind as an option. I think it's a great option. Um, those markets outside of LA in general tend to be less saturated, which means you can get more auditions, and especially with everything being self-taped now. It's all self-taped anyway for the most part. So look at those other markets. Look at if you have a European national, look at Europe. If you have some kind of base also, or you have parents or friends in Atlanta or in the Southeast, look at that. Look at Chicago, even New York. Just look at the different things. If you're a dual citizen, definitely look at Canadian representation. Yep. So different options there for Southeast and everything or, or other markets that we talked about. Again, last thing I'll say, again, and I keep repeating it, be ready, though, to fly the distance, literally and metaphorically, to get to your callbacks, to get to your bookings. And if you if you have the funds and you can you do whatever it takes, you'll get some success out of it. Exactly. Perfect. That covers everything. So we'll see you guys next week. Take care. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Please subscribe to our podcast and stay updated on new episodes every week. Check out our show notes for our contact info and social media and hit us up with any questions you may have. 